0: Good morning, Big Ten fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Big Ten Morning Minutes. I'm your host Mike Chen. Follow me on Twitter at mikefchen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten MM. It is Friday, August twenty first, twenty twenty. Today is the day. Parents will be marching to the Big Ten, and it is not just the Ohio State Buckeyes. It is multiple parents that are angry at Kevin Warren at the conference. Uh, looks like iowa and nebraska they are still mad as well their parents over there both of them penned letters to kevin warren uh, that includes michigan who did it the day before and i'm not gonna lie not everybody will be marching out to it Uh, iowa their parents uh, they're pretty much going to wait it out Uh, they're not as a group they weren't going to come in today however what you're looking at is uh I wouldn't say a coup, but I think parents want answers. And I think that after Kevin Warren's letter that came out on Wednesday, I think the answers were there. It's unfortunate that Kevin Warren continued to wait and wait and wait and had to, again, get trashed by the media, trashed by the players, trashed by the coaches, trashed by athletic directors. But it is what it is. Kevin Warren ultimately did come out and say, exactly why he believes that the conference should not play in the fall now i don't wholeheartedly agree with the way that it has gone through however when you look at the grand scheme of things it is not good i've gone on social media i've seen some videos that are being shared it is not good penn state had a twerking party 200, 300 people in a small little area. Unfortunate. This is not how you are going to get college football back this year. Purdue suspended about 35 students for partying this past weekend. I'm not sure if they expelled them. I'm not sure if they suspended them, but they are not on campus right now. Unbelievable. And this is not a surprise. This is not a surprise at all. And I'm, I'm, I, I just double-checked the Purdue. Um, there are definitely two separate stories. Uh, they're saying suspended, some saying expelled. I'm not sure. Regardless, 36 Purdue students won't be part of their program this year. Because of choices that they made. And in this day and age, I get it. I understand. Parents are mad. There's a lot of uncertainty, which is Kevin Warren's favorite word. There is a lot of uncertainty. There is a lot of unknown with this. But when you look back on 2020 and you ultimately figure out what's going on, when we as a society figure out what's going on, I think when we look back, being overcautious will be looked at as a good thing. We're not going to be like, oh man, this is, you know, we did X, Y, and Z, and now I wish we hadn't done that. Well, you know what? We don't know. Nobody knows. And yesterday, it comes out that players are continually having issues with the coronavirus. And it's no surprise that another player got it uh, because you're looking at multiple players, you know, opting out. Uh, Yesterday, Max Dugan, the TCU sophomore, out indefinitely because of an undisclosed health condition. It's scary. There's a lot going on. Uh, There are players that don't feel comfortable playing, and I understand that. I think that giving them the opportunity to have a say in what they want to do, I think that would have been the ideal situation for the Big Ten. But here's the deal. Those players, there are players who have already declared. Like I said, the Big Ten has been hit the worst. And yesterday... Two more big names opted out. Michigan loses another big-time player in cornerback Ambry Thomas. This is after the news of offensive tackle Jalen Mayfield opting out of the season and preparing for the NFL. Well, Ambry Thomas, their cornerback, the best defender on that team, I think. I don't know. Cameron McGrone's pretty damn good as well. But I think when you're looking at the NFL scouts. I think Avery Thomas is viewed as a lockdown corner for the Wolverines coming out of that program. And there's a big loss. They're losing an offensive star. They're losing a defensive star. They're just not going to play because of concerns. I think that that was probably the easiest way to do it, is to put the onus on the players. And It wasn't just Ambry Thomas yesterday opting out. He wasn't the only star. Northwestern. Remember Northwestern shut everything down? And we haven't heard anything from them. One case, they had some tracing. They thought, you know what? Because of our tracing, we don't feel safe. We're going to shut things down. Well, there really hasn't been much news out of Northwestern. Pat Fitzgerald keeps that thing locked up. Locked up tight. Because last year when I was covering the Big Ten, I wanted to go to Northwestern practices. I wanted to go to Northwestern games. I couldn't get credentialed. I went to every other thing that I wanted to go to. But unfortunately, I wasn't able to get onto Northwestern's campus. That's the closest campus to me. And I wasn't able to do it. So they are pretty damn tight over there in Evanston. And yesterday, the news came out that their best offensive player, Rashawn Slater, He is moving on. He will not play regardless of when the Big Ten plays. He also, like Ambry Thomas, going to focus on the NFL. This is the choice that I believe that Kevin Warren should have given the Big Ten athletes. If you feel comfortable, if you understand the risks, you are more than welcome to play a season. If you do not feel comfortable, if you do not think that you in the long run, want to participate in Big Ten fall football? Opt out. And with an opt out, there should be no penalties. Your scholarship should remain the same because the NCAA came out and they haven't quite decided 100% on this, but they're saying that anybody who participates in fall is going to get an extra year of eligibility. I reported this two days ago. This is exactly along the lines of what the Big Ten should have done. Now, it is done. It is over. I I know the parents are going to go to the Big Ten offices here in Chicago, and they are going to ask for questions, ask questions for uh, Kevin Warren. They want answers from Kevin Warren. I I still don't quite disagree with what they're doing, but at this point in time, Kevin Warren's told you everything he's going to tell you. There's no reason for these parents to make a whole big fuss out of going to the Big Ten offices. There is no reason. It it, it shouldn't matter at at this point in time because the penned letter by Kevin Warren on Wednesday, it told you everything you needed to know. It was late. Yes, they fumbled this, literally. They turned it over. It was bad look for the Big Ten, a bad look for first-year Commissioner Kevin Warren. But he did it. Ultimately, he did it. He came out and you got the answers. So I'm not sure what these parents continually are complaining about. Look, it does make no sense that Chance Warren, Kevin Warren's son, who is a tight end at Mississippi State, will be playing college football this fall. This makes no sense. 100%. I agree with everyone that looks from the outside looking in. But That decision was an individual decision. It wasn't a collective group of 14 teams and 105 players and on top of that, staff members. Kevin Warren wasn't just looking out for his family in this situation. Kevin Warren was looking out for thousands of families in this situation. So I understand, I get it. I've been harsh on Kevin Warren and I get that. I'm not coming back on that harshness I'm just saying that at this point in time, Kevin Warren did what we asked him to do. He came out, he gave answers, and that's it. That's the end of it. I don't think there should be any more the the protesting, the players. You're not gonna. I don't think you're gonna see any more grassroots grassroots movements like what Justin Fields has done. Because that's it. I, you haven't heard much about that petition at all after it came out Sunday night anything. You know, Fields jumped on Good Morning America, and that was pretty much the end of it. We haven't heard much of it after that. So, I mean, it is what it is at this current time. The Big Ten's not going to play fall football. As much as the parents want them to, it's just not going to happen. I want them to. It's just not going to happen. So on that note, there are rumors about what potentially the Big Ten will be able to do in the spring. Here's some rumors. Uh, There's nothing set in stone. They they are talking about it, which is good, which I think that Kevin Warren should have at least given some sort of semblance of a plan when he came out with his pen letter to the Big Ten and the families and the fans and everybody. I I think that he probably – it would have been in his best interest. Again, he needs to hire a new PR person because his PR person is, again, I'm not sure if it's Kevin Warren, but whatever. They're fumbling the crap out of this. So if Kevin Warren came out and said, hey, look, I get that you're angry about not playing fall football, but at this current moment, this is a little bit of what we're thinking about how a spring season would be going because then it would quell the rage. It would stop people from being angry if you had some semblance of a plan, but he didn't come out with that. There's just rumors right now, and here's what the rumors sound like the plan to start the season in January playing eight conference games obviously no non-conference don't worry about traveling out to the Pac-12 blah 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 although I would like to see it be in accordance with the Pac-12 so that they can have some semblance of a postseason so you could see a bowl game a potential Rose Bowl between the two champions which would be fantastic but I don't know if Larry Scott and Kevin Warren have sat down and had a conversation like that. I don't know. I think they should, but I don't know. But regardless, they're looking at eight conference games. They would have a championship game, which the rumors before were they wouldn't. And they're looking at playing in all domed stadiums and NFL domed stadiums, which to me makes a lot of sense. They'd play in Detroit, Minnesota, Indianapolis. It's smart. Those are smart moves. And the reason being is is because during that period of time, they'd be playing in NFL stadiums. Although they'd be playing indoors, which I'm not the biggest fan of because I think that's where, you know, inside is where the coronavirus thrives. Okay? But... If these saliva tests that they're talking about, that, that Rutgers is looking into, that the University of Illinois is looking into, and quick saliva tests, if, if they're able to do that, then yeah, I think that this could work. But we'll see. They're still in the beginning stages of this. Um, so we don't know. I, I, like I said, I'd, I'd love it if the Pac-12 and the Big Ten at some point in time kind of got that marriage going again, you know? and said, hey, look, these are the plans for spring football. We're going to coincide with each other, and we're going to ultimately play a postseason neutral stadium in March. I love that. I think a lot of people would be very happy about that. You could do it all in one weekend. You could do, I mean, they're going to do eight conference games, right? So any team that is four and four, or better, would be able to qualify for a bowl game. You could still make a little TV money off of this because there wouldn't be much football going on right now. You'd be able to, I think you'd be able to win with this one. But that's the issue again. Kevin Warren, slow to get to the forefront of things. I hope that's not how Kevin Warren's tenure continues. And I'm not going to lie. He's been put in a very tough position for his first eight months as the Big Ten commissioner. It hasn't been easy for Kevin Warren. Let's be real here. He's had a lot in his plate. Nobody would have thought that when Jim Delaney left, this would have went down. And I actually was thinking about some things yesterday, and that's something that popped into my head. What would Jim Delaney have done? Jim Delaney is one of the most respected commissioners in the country. I'm surprised that nobody's gone out to ask him what he would have done, what his plan would have been. Now, he's not in the mix. He's not getting all this report from doctors, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm still kind of curious. I would have liked to hear at least something from Jim Delaney about whether or not they're doing it right, how he would have done it, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, if I was a, a bigger member of the media, had a little bit more pull, I'd be going out and searching for... For Delaney and seeing if I can get a couple answers out of them you know Nicole Arbeck uh, Pete Thamel those kind of guys they've, they've got a lot more pull than I have I would love to see one of those two they uh, They're—they're some they're two of my most favorite reads uh, on top of that they break stories all the time so I'd love it Teddy Greenstein has an opportunity too. he's very well connected inside the circle love to see that love to see it All right, uh, just one note on some player movement yesterday. It's Oliver Martin loves the Big Ten, and he's staying in it once again. So let's revisit the whole situation for Oliver Martin very quickly. Oliver Martin was a big-time recruit coming out of Iowa City. Initially spurned his hometown Hawkeyes and went up north to Ann Arbor. Well, didn't quite work out very well for Martin at Ann Arbor. So he decided to transfer, and the logical destination was to go home. And so he did. Oliver Martin came back, came back to Iowa City, decided to play for the Hawkeyes, got an immediate eligibility waiver, and played right away. Well, he didn't play as much as he thought. And Oliver Martin ultimately went to the transfer portal once again. Well, Oliver Martin found another Big Ten school to play at and that's going to be nebraska so oliver martin once again transfers his third transfer of his very young football career he's going to nebraska now i'm going to guarantee you that the ncaa is not going to give him a waiver he's going to have to sit out is my guess, and wait a year to play so it's good for nebraska that they're getting a quality wide receiver It's also bad for Nebraska because who the hell knows where Martin's head is and if he's actually going to stay in Lincoln. We will see. All right, one quick note on the basketball side of things. Well, the NBA draft lottery was yesterday, and the Minnesota Timberwolves got the W there, but. Uh, there's no Big Ten players that are really projected very high in that draft, so uh, you're probably not going to hear Big Ten names going off very up there, but there will be a few names inside the Big Ten that are ultimately called during the NBA draft, but here's a kicker. Here's here's something that I think makes a ton of sense. There are rumors going on right now that the Big Ten season will happen, however, it is 100% going to be dictated by what the NCAA does with the tournament. If they move the tournament, if they do the tournament, uh, you know, say they move the tournament to, um, you know, April. You know, usually it starts. It's March Madness, so it starts in March. Maybe they they shorten the tournament from 64 to 32 or 68 to 32, so they cut the field in half for a season. I'd be fine with that. Uh, you're also looking at what the Big Ten would do for their season. Who knows if they're going to continue to have non-conference games? Are they just going to play a conference schedule? Uh, the Big Ten can squeeze 20 games in, in a conference schedule starting in December and ending in February. They can definitely do that, 100%. That's That's viable. But will they be able to play those extra 12, 13 games, 14 games out of conference? Who the hell knows at this point in time? That's the big question. But what we do know is that the rumors are trending that the Big Ten will work around what the NCAA will do. So that, that, that makes sense. I think it's smart. I think it is. All right, that is it for me this morning on your Big Ten Morning Minutes. Once again, I appreciate the listen. Go ahead and give me a follow on Twitter at Mike F. Chen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten MM. Rate us, review us, and share us on all of your listening platforms. Have a great weekend, Big Ten fans. I will talk to you on Monday morning.